gentlemen, welcome to an all-new, brand-new Russell Wortham Show, coming to you live, commercial-free, from my super-secret Batcave. Folks, we are back and back in the middle of greatness. Right, so this week is going to be all about WrestleMania Backlash. Just uh, as a bit of a note, uh, I will be off uh, next week, both with uh, this podcast and with hashtag the rewind over on Twitter at the Wortham. I am going to be off uh, this next week. Uh, I've got some other things I need to uh, get accomplished, but uh, I am also, and I'm, I'm so. Uh, geeks about this, I am uh, efforting, okay, Uh, so when I see y'all two weeks from uh, now, I am efforting to get brand new music, a brand new microphone, uh, basically uh, take uh, the time to really edit and, and to really make this thing uh, you know, pop. So, um, brand new logo. Thank you to my brother for, uh, the really cool new logo. Very grateful for that. Uh, so I'm going to be, uh, spending the next week and a half, roughly two weeks, uh, to really try to make this podcast just really pop, so there is uh, that. My uh, other piece of, uh, I guess, uh, good news is, and I, I, I have not talked to him, but I am still efforting to try to get Champ Phoenix on the show. We had some technical difficulties um, earlier. Um, a couple weeks ago, but hopefully we can uh, get back to uh, doing that, and we are all good. So there is <clears throat> that. Um, before we uh, begin, a um, couple of things, and then uh, we will get into WrestleMania. Backlash. Number one is is that uh, I am extremely, extremely grateful for everybody who has listened to this program. Uh, as you could probably tell uh, through my shows, I don't usually script things out. I don't usually you know, say, okay, I'm going to talk about this, I'm going to talk about this, I'm going to talk about this, and have it all nice and neat and organized. And sometimes that's to my detriment. Not going not gonna to lie. Um, and that's something that I'm going to really work on because I want to make this a top-tier, first-rate uh, podcast. I want to make this as professional as I can because I want 
to eventually monetize this thing, get sponsors, get people onto, you know, a Patreon, you know, uh, account type thing where, you know, I, again, I can, I can monetize this thing. Uh, that's where I want to go with this. So that's kind of, that's kind of that. Now I, I love doing the show. I absolutely love doing the show. I love doing the rewind because I love wrestling and I've loved wrestling for darn near 40 years, roughly. So yeah, I, I, I love wrestling. Uh, what's my point? My point is that this show is, is a great show, but it can be better. And I know that. And so, you know, I, I, I know that, um, it can be better and, and that's what I'm striving to do. So, um, this month, if you didn't know, is uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. And I've talked in Ignatium about uh, my mental health issues, especially with uh, regards to anxiety and depression. Um, and again, in Ignatium, I've, I've, uh, I've talked about how I've, um, because of my mental health issues that I, um, I lashed out. I lashed out last year, kind of mid to, to late summer. Um, and I wish, oh my gosh, I wish I could take it back. I, I, I really do. Um, I lashed out at uh, Randy Orton because I thought that he was, you know, entitled and uh, spoiled and all this other stuff. I lashed out at uh, Tom Campbell from Cultaholic personal reasons um that was not really smart uh took a big hit on that one again don't want to bore you with the details <laughs> but uh, i paid a big price on that one um fortunately we are back on some sort of speaking terms on twitter so I'm I'm very grateful for that. Extremely, 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 extremely grateful for for that. Um, I've fallen into what I like to call the like trap, and, and the like trap, how how I look at it is that. You uh, go and you 
uh, put something, you know, on Twitter, you put something on Facebook, you put something on Instagram, you put something on um, just the internet, you know, in, in general. And you think that you have like the best content or you think that, you know, hey, my voice is important, so I'm going to say whatever I'm going to say. And what happens is, like, well, yesterday, and this was, I won't say a monster of my own making, but I mean, kind of, kind of was, and 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 here, here's the deal. See, on a practical note, because I work, okay, because my day job is working at a uh, medical supply, dental supply uh, warehouse. Uh, that's my day job. And the only day off that I have is Wednesday. And so I think, oh my gosh, okay, well, I've got the entirety of the entire week that I have to get through uh, in terms of Raw, NXT, NXT UK, SmackDown, if there's pay-per-view. And, I mean, it's just a lot of content. And, frankly... Not trying to dissuade you all from uh, following me on, on Twitter. I I really love for y'all to please consider following me on Twitter. But here's the thing. What happens is I get bogged down. And I start doing journalistic statements. You know... Uh, hoping, almost hoping, okay, well, if this worked for me before on Twitter, putting stuff out, you know, putting my thoughts out there, then, hey, you know, I'm going to get some likes and, you know, it's all good. The like trap happens, though, when I start comparing myself to other people. I know I can't do that. I, I understand this. Believe me, I, I understand this, but part of my depression and anxiety comes from the fact that I'm a uh, paraplegic. Uh, I'm disabled from my waist down. And so I feel like I have to work and fight twice as hard to get the same benefits as any other person. And so what happens is when I don't get a like or um, I don't get as many likes as what I think that I would like to have, um, it, it really kind of messes with me. I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest. Um, and, but, but in fairness, I think that that's where a lot of people are with social media. People are so conditioned now to seeing likes and 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 you know give me a thumbs up and smash that like button and all that other stuff. And 
it gets to the point where I start comparing myself to other people. It's unfair to me, but that's what I do. And so what's my point? My point is when I start comparing myself to other people and when I don't get a like or I don't get, um, you know, you know, you know, a response or, or whatever, it makes me feel like I failed, you know, and so I have to, I guess overcorrect, uh, overcorrect might be the, the, the right word, uh, and I, I basically not, I, I don't, I do not post anything controversial, I, I try I try not to post anything controversial. I sure as heck don't do anything political. I know that's a reason to go right now, unfortunately, in 2021. I want to bring people together. I want to be a force for good in the world. So I don't post anything controversial. But what happens is... That, again, when I post something, but then I don't get a response, I don't get a like, it, it just makes me feel like I failed or something. And that's not exclusive to me. Other people, I'm sure, probably are conditioned the same way, you know, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, to say, well, oh my gosh, well, I didn't get like, I didn't get a response, I didn't blah, 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 blah. Well, then what the heck? But that's the trap. That's, that, that unfortunately is, is the social media trap. Now, what I have to keep reminding myself, and this is the second point, and then you know, promise uh, uh, we will get to WrestleMania backlash here here in, 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 in just a bit. But the other thing I have to remember, I have to remind myself, that I should have reminded myself with last year, especially, especially with people like Tom Campbell, especially just uh, just people in general. Just people in general. I should have reminded myself that not all of us have the free time that I do. Um, I have a very flexible schedule, work schedule. But when I do hashtag the rewind over at Twitter, uh, over at the Ortham, I do it Wednesday morning, about 9 o'clock my time. So right now, uh, I'm aligned with uh, Pacific time, with Los Angeles time. Uh, so that means that the East Coast is three hours uh, ahead. 
for my friends in the UK, y'all are eight hours ahead of me. And so I have to, I have to remember that, that other people are maybe not watching Raw, not watching SmackDown, not watching NXT, not watching NXT UK, not watching a uh, pay-per-view because, I mean, you've got work, you've got school, you've got family, you've got all these other things, and I... I sometimes struggle with that. And I I know that sounds maybe not bad, but I I know that sounds like, oh, yeah, we've got all these other things going on. And I, I absolutely need to remember that. So, um, this is what I'm thinking of doing uh i'm still going to do the rewind it still is going to be uh excuse me it's still going to be presently uh constituted uh but what i'm going to do what i'm going to start doing Again, not next week because I'm I'm off next week, but but two weeks from from now is I'm going to uh, try to split up the uh, the rewind over the course of four and maybe even five days if there's a pay per view. So. On Monday, it's going to be that previous Monday's Raw. Tuesday is going to be that previous uh, week's NXT. Wednesday is going to be that previous week's NXT UK. And Thursday is going to be that previous week's SmackDown. Now, if there is a pay-per-view, then I will do that on Friday in its entirety. Okay. So that's kind of where my thought process is. So um, I know that I have a niche topic, which is professional wrestling. I understand that. Um, But I'm so passionate about this. And I love being here. And I love the idea of, 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 of doing this. So, um, again, for those people that uh, follow me already on, on Twitter over at The Wortham, I am very grateful. Oh, my gosh. I am so grateful for... For your, uh, for your following me, my gosh, I've got two hundred twenty-five roughly uh, uh, followers. I mean, when I when I condensed and I I said I'm only going to do one uh, account. I mean, I was basically starting from scratch, and I didn't think that I was going to get. I mean, 
my previous account, I got about 140 followers. And I thought that was amazing. Uh, so now that I have, you know, getting closer to 250 and I'm trying to get 250 uh, followers by uh, by SummerSlam. So by mid to late August. Um, but I, I'm, I'm grateful for, for that. I, I really am. The people that I follow, okay, if I follow you, okay, and, you know, hey, look, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to follow me back, okay, that's, I mean, if, if, if you don't want to follow me back, that's fine, I'm, 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 I'm good, I mean, it would be nice if I, if, if everybody that I follow, and I follow about 425-ish people, so I'm essentially, you know, missing, eh, not missing, but I'm, I'm essentially um, running a, a 200 uh, uh, follower deficit, and, you know, there's always going to be a deficit in social media because if you look at like a major celebrity, uh, let's say Tom Hanks, just throwing out a name. Uh, look, I, right off the top of my head, I, I don't know how many followers he has on various social media platforms. So I'm just throwing out a number. I could be dead wrong. I mean, I can be dead wrong about this. Let's say he has 20 million followers. Just just, just roundabout number. Again, I, I could be way off on that number, but let, let's say just nice round number, 20 million. So they always have more followers than they are following. I have the opposite problem of I'm following more people than follow me. And again... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not upset. I, I'm not, I'm not angry. I'm not frustrated. I, I just, it would be, it would be so, oh my gosh. It would be so awesome if, if, if I could get more, more people following me, you know? And again, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'm good because I love what I do. So if uh, if I could get more followers, if if I follow you, please consider following me back. It, it, it's not um, a pride ego thing. Please don't do it because you 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 feel like you know sorry for me or or any of that. No, don't 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 follow me for that reason. Please consider following me back because I give good content. Because I I bring, you know, a level of enthusiasm to uh, reacting to what I see, you know. And again, if you don't see 
<clears throat> my tweet like that second, that's fine. Because to me, this is an open forum. You know, it, it really is an open forum. So if you like what you see, or if you want to, you know, challenge, you know, and say, you know, hey, what, you know, what about this? Or, hey, what about this? Or, oh, what, what do you think about this? Then you can, you can, you can reach out to me. You can, you can react to whatever I say on the rewind whenever you want. That is completely open-ended. So, um, that's pretty much that. So, um, again, I'm, I'm very grateful. Oh my gosh. I am so, so, so incredibly grateful for everybody that does follow me. Uh, I would be extremely grateful if I follow you, please consider following me back. Don't do it because, you know, it's some pre-ego thing. It's not. Please don't follow me back just because you think that, you know, uh, you know, I'm, you know, you know, it, it's like this, you know, oh gosh, we got to feel sorry for forum type thing. No, please follow me if you want. Please follow me because you want to and because you think that I have good content that I provide good uh, you know information that I'm entertaining that I'm insightful whatever okay so that's that's pretty much that all right so that taken care of okay now moving forward uh, I know a lot of people are wondering, well, gosh, how are we going to get back to normal? How are we going to get back to normal life? Get a shot. <laughs> get a shot. I, I mean, I, 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 I can't remember which one is, is which, but it's basically apples and oranges. The Moderna uh, shot for COVID is, I think, is like 94% effective. The Moderna, you know, so the Pfizer, I believe, is 94%. The Moderna is 95%. I mean, it, it's basically apples and oranges. That does require two shots. And, and I know that that's a bit of a time constraint because of... Um, you know, people uh, being out and about and and you're busy and you've got work and you've got school and you've got all these other uh, things going on. But um, schedule your shots if you get the Moderna or the Pfizer. Now, I don't know if you can uh, request... A certain vaccine. I I couldn't. When I got fully vaccinated, I pretty much got whatever they they gave me. So I, I don't know. I don't know if you can ask for a certain vaccine. I, I, I don't know. Um the shot itself 
it takes 10 seconds or less. It It's in, it's out. You don't even realize. I mean, blink and you miss it. I, I promise you. Blink and you miss it. Now, yes, there are some side effects. But they are very, in, in the vast majority of people, those uh, side effects are very, very minor. My arm was sore. Both times. Uh, the second shot, it kind of sort of knocked me on my backside for about a day. But you, you, you go through and you say, okay, can I get through a day? And then, you know, two weeks after and you're, you're immune to to COVID. And even if on some small chance that you do get COVID, the effects are going to be minor compared to if you're not vaccinated. That's how we get back to normal life, folks, is to get a vaccine. We have the vaccine. Please take it. It is life-saving. It is game-changing. It gets you back to your life fully you don't have to wear a mask it's it's glorious <laughs> it's 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 wonderful but here's the thing there's the Pfizer there's the Moderna but there's also Johnson and Johnson now i know it's less effective it's i think the efficacy rate is about 70 or 80 percent but that's still a heck of a deal and with the johnson johnson shot it's one shot you go in you say hey again this is if if you can get uh the Johnson and Johnson, or if you can ask for the Johnson and Johnson shot, you say, gosh, can I have the Johnson and Johnson shot? And, you know, doctor, I mean, I don't think the doctor would say no. <laughs> but, you know, you, you get one shot. You only have to have one shot with that. And, yeah, you still have to wait two weeks for your body to to build up, you know, that that immunity. But two weeks after one shot of the Johnson Johnson vaccine, guess what, folks? You are good to go. It's that simple. So what's my point? It was awesome to see people back in the sands for WrestleMania. It was a different vibe it was a different energy. It was just a different feeling. It was awesome. It was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. This is amazing. And 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 hearing, you know, the people just go crazy for Drew McIntyre, for Bianca Belair, for these other people. It was just, oh my gosh, it was so cool. It was so, so cool. And I love the Thunderdome. I think it's a great concept. 
And I really appreciate that WWE has uh, provided a way for us to virtually get together on a weekly basis. But if we want to have this communal experience, we want to get back to our lives. We want to we want to be back in an arena, in a stadium, and and watch people do what they do best live. I mean, my gosh, get a vaccine. Again, if you can get the Johnson & Johnson vaccine as one shot, that's it. And, and two weeks later, you were free and clear. So that is all I want to, uh, to mention with that. So, all right. Um... Also, if you want to have just the really good feels and all that, uh, uh, go on to uh, YouTube, uh, search for uh, Mark With Me or Jennifer Louise, either one. You can watch her um, mark out, just completely geek out. Um you know, when she was in the Thunderdome, it will make your day, it will make your week, your month, heck, it will probably make your year. It is that good. So, uh, all right. <laughs> Enough of my yammering. Let's get on in and let's uh, talk about WrestleMania Backlash. And uh, this was this was a pretty good show. Uh, I, I got to be honest with you. Um, didn't not watch the uh, the uh, the uh, pre-show, but uh, Sheamus defeating Ricochet. At this point, Ricochet is presumed persona non grata, just out of the picture, because. I think that Vince McMahon, the narrative, and I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I'm not afraid of being wrong. But the narrative is that Vince McMahon has given up on Ricochet. I don't know why, but that's the narrative. Um, and that's a really tough pill to swallow because Ricochet is amazing. He was amazing in Impact. And... You know, so I don't really know why that is, but there's that. <clears throat> Rhea Ripley uh, defeating Asuka and Charlotte Flair. Triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. Hey, this was the right uh, decision, but... If it's true, and I, I have no reason to, to believe that, you know, it, it's not true or whatever. But if it's true that um, Rhea Ripley, you know, people are, you know, telling 
the Thunderdome, hey, you got to cheer for Rhea Ripley. Why? She's a great person, and she's a heck of an athlete, and she's a bad A. All true statements. But here's the problem. Here's the deal. The deal is Rhea Ripley came in two weeks before WrestleMania. There was very little buildup. And it just, I don't know. There, there was just very little buildup. Um, so the match, match was good. Um, everybody got their spots in. Everybody uh, got uh, to show off their strengths. Everybody sold for everybody else. Um, the way that it ended with Oscar, uh, you know, taking the pen. Um, I'm not saying that that diminishes Oscar, but that 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 pretty much puts, at least for now, puts a bit of a a, a bookend on. Uh, her rivalry with Rhea Ripley. Rhea is going after Charlotte now. Uh, and I, I, I don't know. Um, that's kind of a it's kind of a rough spot because Charlotte is a natural. You know, she she is a natural uh, heel, much like her dad, Ric Flair. Okay, natural heel. Rhea Ripley, who is supposed to be a babyface, but fans, I mean, if you listen to the ovation that Oscar got compared to Rhea, compared to uh, Charlotte, Charlotte was roundly booed. Oscar. I mean that place. I mean the roof blew off that place. It was it was that incredible. And uh, Rhea, I mean it was a bit of a mixed bag. They weren't exactly booing, but they weren't exactly cheering either. So we'll see what happens with that. Oh, this was such a great match, Dominic and Rey Mysterio. Versus the dirty dogs of uh, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. It was incredible. Um, the story was that Dominic was attacked before the event. And so he spent most of that match in the back. Ray um, was essentially fighting one on two. And then Dominic comes out. Uh, he was clutching his ribs. I don't know if that was really what, what you know, was, was happening, what was going on, but he was clutching his ribs. And and Ray was like, man, I, I want to tag in, but I, I want to try to protect you. And... Ray gets into the corner, and Dominic actually tags himself in. It's like, okay, no, I'm good to go. And Dominic 
he's getting better. My criticism of Dominic Mysterio is not that he's not trained. He's he's extremely well trained. My criticism of Dominic Mysterio was he keeps losing. And so why not send him down to NXT? Because he has a great teacher, a great mentor in his dad, Rey Mysterio. Absolutely, 100%. Can't argue with, with that training. But it's like he, he's working with some tools. He's not working with all the tools. And... If Dominic went down to NXT, he could learn promo work. He could learn um, how to how to sell. He could work on his offensive moves, and he could get some actual confidence. Now, yes, the Mysterios uh, gutted out a victory. They are your brand new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. First time the father and a son are tag team champions. It's special. It works. But like I say, if Dominic Mysterio wants to really learn the business from the ground up, he needs to go to NXT. It's just, just how I look at it. <laughs> um, next up is Damian Priest. Um... Defeating The Miz in a Lumberjack match. Oh, (laughs) The only thing I can say about this match, the only thing I can say about this match, one word, and it was trending on Twitter, folks, zombies. (laughs) It was just zombies. Um... Netflix has a movie called Army of the Dead coming out both on Netflix and in theaters. And so WWE thought, hey, maybe we can cash in on that sweet uh, tie-in. And they had a bunch of people, you know, with full makeup and, and, and zombies. You know, the, the, the whole uh, Walking Dead, the whole, the whole thing. It was... It just turned into a bit of a comedy situation. And Damian Priest oozes cool. He oozes machismo, if I can use that phrase. He's just a cool, bad A wrestler. He's just he's just cool. He's just cool. And he's been treated kind of like a, a comedy act, which I think is no, no, I no. And beyond that, Miz and Morrison, both of them, have been treated like their afterthoughts, like their calf, uh, cannon fodder, like their jokes. For over a decade now. So, yeah, it's not exactly 
it's not exactly the greatest thing in the world. Um, Bianca Belair defeating Bailey uh, to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. This was highly athletic. It was fast-paced. It was um, it was just great. Bianca and Bailey both sold for each other. It was it was just oh, it was such a good match. If you like fast-paced, if you like athletic, this is your match. This is your Dave Meltzer 20-star match. I, I, I swear to you, it was that good. Um, so, there's that. Uh, Bobby Lashley um, defeating Braun Strowman and Drew uh, McIntyre. Uh, with, um, I mean, this was a car crash of a match. They were all over the place. Uh, Bobby Lashley got driven through the LED screen. Uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, stage area. Um, and, uh, I mean, again, <laughs> again, uh, you had um, Drew McIntyre. I mean, he he had that match won with the Claymore. And then Bobby Lashley comes in and uh, spears, oh, well, throws, uh, throws Drew McIntyre, you know, out of the ring, spears uh, Braun Strowman and picks up the win. Bobby Lashley is one of the most dominant, dominating wrestlers I've ever seen. Period. Full stop. And the fact that he uh, won, yeah, he's going to be a champion for a while. Now, where does this leave Drew? Where does this leave... Um, where does this leave Drew? Where does this leave uh, Braun? Well, I mean, the the draft can't be too far off. So maybe they go to SmackDown? I I I I don't know. I I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with that. Uh, finally, folks, Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman defeating uh Cesaro uh this was a hard hitting match. It went back and forth. Literally, it could have gone either way. And I that's not just saying that. That literally could have gone either way. Cesaro was that good. He really was. Um but then, you know, you've got uh Roman Reigns who lugged in the guillotine submission. And, um, it really, it really, you know, is this like, okay, yeah, this guy has got it to a whole new level. Um, he, he's, wow. I I would love to see a match between him and Bobby Lashley, between Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. 
Holy muck. <laughs> that would be an insane match to watch. So, uh, there is uh, that. Uh, before we wrap up, a uh, couple of quick uh, loose end things. Uh, if you uh, have not uh, watched Talking Smack, or, or even Rosshawk, please go watch it because, boy, it is good. It is really, really, really good. And Paul Heyman on Talking Smack this past week. Look, say what you want about Paul Heyman. And, and plenty, plenty of people said stuff about Paul Heyman. Heck knows I have. Say what you want about the guy. He's passionate about wrestling. He's passionate about the business. And his tribute to New Jack. Again, you can say what you want about uh, Paul Heyman um, in terms of, you know, being the uh, special counsel advisor, whatever the heck, for Roman Reigns. Okay. And he can antagonize the crowd. Boy, you give Paul Heyman a mic, he can he can run you down. But that's Paul Heyman the character. Paul Heyman the person? Oh heck yeah. <laughs> heck yeah. I'm I am all in. I'm all in for Paul Heyman the person. Heck, if I could get Paul Heyman to be on this show, I would consider that to be an honor. I don't know if that will ever happen, but if I could, that would be absolutely fantastic. Oh my gosh, I would, I would go, I'd go absolutely nuts. <laughs> I would go absolutely nuts. So, um, there is, uh, that. And then, um, last thing I wanted to mention is, uh, Pat McAfee, uh, towards the end of, uh, the, um, of, uh, the event, uh, you, um, you had, uh, his mic cut out, um, and I thought I was crazy. I'm like, am, am I just, is it just me or is this mic out? Well, no, other people on social media were like, oh my gosh, his mic was out. So, but Pat McAfee, mm, that is, a, that is some good commentary. That is some good, good, good commentary. He is, he's just, oh, Pat McAfee is just, he's just good. <laughs> he he is good at anything he does. He is he's good at podcasting. He's good at broadcasting. He's good at uh, being a football player. He's great as a wrestler. I mean, he's just good. I he's just good. I love Pat McAfee. I, I mean, when he came into NXT last year, I I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, Pat McAfee, what 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 the heck? But Pat McAfee, 
He's so good. <laughs> he is so, so good. I love him. I love Pat McPhee. So uh, that's the show, folks. We are about three-ish weeks away from Hell in a Cell. Yeah, you heard me correct. Hell in a Cell, at least for this year, is not in October. It's in June. Uh, I guess it swapped with Money in the Bank. So we'll see what happens with that. But anyway... Uh, like I said, I will be off next week, both on uh, Twitter and uh, here. But promise you, two weeks from now, back. It's going to be a brand new show. Uh, hopefully, music and new mic and uh, it. Hopefully, it's going to be just. A really great show in a couple weeks. So be on the lookout for that. You want to catch uh, me, find out exactly where I am, uh, go to onestopwrestling.com. All one word, lowercase, onestopwrestling.com. That's where you find the Russell Wortham show uh, and where you can find the show. Um, And it's not just my show. Uh, We have other great, and I mean great, great podcasts. Um, So uh, please come in. Please take a look at, at, uh, at our content. Oh my gosh, I am so proud to be a part of something big. I, I, I really am because for the longest time I was trying to promote on my own. I'm, you know, I, I was trying to do everything by myself. I was trying to advertise. I was trying to do everything, but, uh, I got in with one stop com. Best decision I ever made bar none because we are a group that loves wrestling we uh we uh advertise for each other we stick up for each other uh they have great content so onestopwrestling.com please go check it out that's where you find this show uh so until i see you guys uh this is Russell Wortham and as always just like the beatles saying all of those many many years ago Love is all you need. I will see you guys later.